So my name is Shuna Vuynikon. I'm from UCC 98.3 FM. And today I have Jessica Rickard. It is, yeah, Rickard. Yeah, yeah. perfect. From Epilepsy Ireland on with me. Um, and we're just going to be talking about how epilepsy will affect people, how you can help somebody with epilepsy. And this is all in celebration of or raising awareness for Purple Day, which is the 26th, isn't it? Yes, the 26th. Perfect. So if you could just tell me a little bit about um, Epilepsy Ireland and what exactly it is you do. Yeah, so we are a national organisation that supports people with epilepsy and their families and also amplify their voices. So our aim is to achieve a society where no person's life is limited by epilepsy. So we've an extensive range of services. Um, which include providing support, information and advice for people with epilepsy and their families. And we also have one-to-one group support sessions as well as one-to-one support sessions as well as group support sessions. So our goal is to raise awareness, improve public understanding and advocate for the rights of people with epilepsy. And we also provide training and education services as well as host a number of events. And we also fund research um, into epilepsy. That's that's amazing. And yeah. if, I could, if I could just ask, what actually is epilepsy? Yeah, so the scient- scientific definition of epilepsy is a neurological condition that causes people to have ongoing seizures. So... Yes. So we kind of try and break that down because into like a more simplified kind of explanation, because, you know, it is it's such a complex um, condition that sometimes it's kind of difficult to understand when you see the scientific terminology. So I would use the analogy and many people at Epilepsy Ireland would do the same of comparing a seizure to a computer crashing and rebooting. So. Essentially, before a seizure, like a computer, there you may encounter kind of difficulties that it might not be acting as normal as 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 it as it as it um, runs, and it's also yeah, so it might be acting like um, different and unusually, um, and then it would crash. So it would take you know, one to two minutes to reboot. And once a person comes out of a seizure, very much like a computer, once it's rebooted, they are recovering from that seizure. And they, um, that would be probably the most, the easiest kind of way to understand what exactly a person is going through once they experience a seizure. And in the media, we see, we see quite often in, TV shows and whatnot that somebody with epilepsy will just drop and start having a seizure. Is that how it happens in real life? Is that realistic or is it somewhat different? Yeah, so epilepsy is incredibly complex. It's very much dependent on the individual. So there's many different types of seizures. And of course, in the media, you know, your immediate association is as you said, someone dropping to the floor, jerking. This is the case with many individuals with epilepsy, but there's also people who don't experience these types of seizures and they experience completely different ones. 
So these would be called absent seizures. So absent seizures is a tendency to go into a seizure that may last two to three seconds and would, it kind of looks like they're zoning out. So yeah, there's, there's many, many different types of seizures, but yeah, definitely a tonic clonic, which is the seizure where you drop to the floor and you shake, that would be primarily associated with epilepsy and seizures. And I think something a lot of people kind of consider is when, when you see somebody having a seizure, what is the best thing to do? Because I know a lot of, I know there's a lot of misconceptions as to whether you should lie them on their side or hold them still or what exactly should you do? So it's very much, so we had an international campaign earlier on this year and we're promoting the message of time safe stay. So the best way, if you encounter a person having a seizure, the best, these are the three words, keywords that people need to bear in mind if they're trying to help someone have a seizure. But unfortunately it's, it's something that's, you know, because of the nature of epilepsy and because of the myths and misconceptions surrounding epilepsy, people may approach it, despite their best efforts, may approach it in a completely different way. So I'll just break down what exactly we mean by time safe stay. So if you experience um, or witness someone having a seizure, you immediately need to record how long that seizure um, is is happening for because if it goes over five minutes it's considered a medical emergency so an ambulance will need to be called so typically a seizure will last one to two minutes so again over five minutes it is a medical emergency so keeping a person safe so again there's a lot of myths and misconceptions that surround epilepsy and surround you know what measures to take if a person is having a seizure. So we advise that a person, if a person is having a seizure, to remove all harmful objects that um, that may be surrounding them. Um, that may be a chair, it may be a couch or whatever it may be. And yeah, to, to make sure that, you know, to cushion their head, that can be a pillow or a jacket or whatever is available to you at the time. So cushioning their head is very important. Misconceptions would be a wooden spoon or a spoon that's placed in their mouth. But this is a complete um, myth, you know, uh, because it would have a detrimental impact on both their teeth and, you know, if they swallow any um, any part of a spoon. So, yeah, so the best you it's you can't swallow your tongue. So you know, it's um, during a seizure. So the best advice is that you leave, that you leave the person and you allow them to have that seizure. But in the meantime, making sure that they're safe. But of course, this is related to a tonic clonic seizure. So different seizures um, may present in different ways. So another thing that people should be mindful of is, is certain seizures, you know, because of the complexity of the condition, some people may be sitting upright. You, they may not be dropping to the floor. They could be sitting upright. 
but they will have no awareness of what's around them. So if a person witnesses this, the best thing is to do is to guide them to safety. So if they're near a road, if you guide them um, towards a safe space, then they will eventually come out of it and typically come out of it and there will be no harm done. But a really important thing as well is um, the key phrase of stay. So it's important, uh, you, you need to ensure that you're staying with the person throughout their seizure and also when they come out of it. In many cases, they'll be confused, they'll be dazed, they won't know exactly what has happened, they won't be aware of their surroundings. So what's really important is to speak gently to them, remind them where they are, what's going on around them, and eventually they will come out of that. Um, But it is really important that you stay with that person. That's, That's some amazing advice. And like, I know personally, I didn't know a lot of that. So I think that's really important for people to know and kind of get the information out there. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and and unfortunately, not many people do know that. Before, you know, I began, like when I initially started working with Epilepsy Ireland, I wouldn't have known these three key steps of seizure first aid. So it is something that Epilepsy Ireland promote. And that's why, you know, finding out this information, visiting our website and getting that advice is really essential, not only for people with epilepsy, that information is essential for, but also for the public. So they have a greater understanding of how to react in situations like that. Yeah, that's, that's, it's really good to kind of get that information out there. It's, I think it's really important for people to know mm-hmm. because there are a lot of misconceptions about epilepsy and it's also kind of, there's a mentality that it holds you back from a lot of things. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that's particularly true, is it? Again, epilepsy is so individual. It's very much every journey is different with people with epilepsy. Um, so there wouldn't a lot of people will go on and lead normal lives and, you know, have the ability to do so. But unfortunately, there are, you know, there are 10 to 15,000 people in Ireland out of 40,000 in general who have epilepsy, these 10 to 15,000 people have uncontrolled seizures. So this has a major impact on employment, education, social and um, socializing. So, you know, we, we commonly hear um, from people, younger people that would get in touch with us about dealing with epilepsy at an age where you know, obviously drinking culture is very much prevalent in Ireland and, you know, dealing with epilepsy and, you know, drink can cause, um, would be, could, could be a potential trigger for, um, for a seizure. So there's a lot of struggles that happen. Like I know from my experience, I have epilepsy myself. And when I began university, obviously that's the time where everyone kind of goes a bit wild and, you know, I think that people kind of make assumptions that you're not, well, in my experience anyway, drawing from personal experience, people kind of assume that, you know, you're not able to go out and have fun. And, you know, there is precautions, of course, that everyone with epilepsy will be warned of once they receive their initial diagnosis. But 
you know, a lot of a lot of these things um, in college, a lot of our media volunteers, as well as personal experience, you know, people would would say, oh, you can't go to discos and oh, you can't do this and you can't go to nightclubs because of photosensitive epilepsy. But of course, there's actually only two percent of people in the world that have photosensitive epilepsy. And that's that's a huge misconception as well about epilepsy is that it's triggered by lights. So that only affects 2% of people, um, 2% of people with epilepsy. So yeah, there's many, there's many aspects of life that, you know, for some people they can continue on, they can never have a seizure again, you know, they might initially have a seizure and, you know, get the appropriate medication that works for them. And they may go on and lead a life where they never experience another seizure. But again, as I said, there is, a lot of cases with people with uncontrolled seizures, which, you know, unfortunately, in many cases would would be a struggle for them, you know? Yeah, that must be very difficult. And you were mm-hmm. talking there about triggers. So mm-hmm. like, obviously there's the stereotypical what everybody assumes is the main trigger for epilepsy, which is the flashing lights. But it yes. can be other things as well, can't it? Of course. Yeah. Like, again, you know, it's, it's very, it's very much dependent on that person, but some common triggers we'd, we'd, we'd kind of classify as um, common triggers would be lack of sleep. So that would be, you know, that could potentially cause a seizure um, to happen in a person. Alcohol um, could potentially cause a seizure, Um, you know, over like stress is a huge one. And particularly, Again, a lot of people that are studying or, you know, have, you know, very stressful or in stressful environments or their job requires a lot of them. Stress can cause them to have seizures. So that's they're kind of the main ones. But again, it's not applicable to all people with epilepsy. It just it's it's it would be the common common uh, triggers that people would need to kind of look out for. And on in that vein. If you know somebody with epilepsy, is there anything you can do to help them as in to ensure they're getting enough sleep or anything like that? Yeah, you know, like um, it's very much it's very much dependent on the individual. You know, it's 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 their journey with epilepsy. It's their life. I think, you know, drawing from personal experience, what what I would inform friends about would be, you know, if if I felt a seizure might be coming on or but there's there's not much you know it is their lifestyle and everyone's lifestyle is very different but a personal recommendation would be to if you were moving into a new into a new house or apartment would be to make that the people in the house aware of your epilepsy in case a seizure occurs so they know what to do in that circumstance but again you know emotional support is is key if they're comfortable speaking about it because a lot of people aren't comfortable speaking about it you know it is it's often concealed um in many cases it it is people conceal their uh, condition um because of the lack of awareness from the public and because of the nature it's a very vulnerable having a seizure is a very vulnerable thing and you know not not everyone is entirely comfortable with sharing that information but you know, I think the important thing is if you learn about someone, if you learn that someone has epilepsy, ask, you know, 
ask them if they're willing to like, you know, answer questions, ask them about it because often, you know, they, they want to share that information with you and, and they want to, you know, ensure that they feel that they're protected if they have a seizure. And also, you know, medication would also be a huge factor with epilepsy, which, you know, in, in some cases causes tiredness, um, causes headaches, causes um, different kind of emotional issues. So the best way you can really like, like any, like any other condition um, would be to just know that um, a person to, to make the person aware that you're there for them, if they ever need to talk and yeah and just you know be aware of what to do if they do have a seizure and you know that's that's the importance of a day like purple day which is taking place this weekend is that you know we want to make the public aware that you know epilepsy is something that is very much misunderstood and it's a really important day for us to provide people with more information about the condition and to raise funds to continue our work. So, you know, support and information and advice from someone who knows about epilepsy is key. And that's, you know, one of our vital services that we definitely need to need funding in order to continue and develop further. Yeah, this has been incredibly educational for me. I honestly, I knew very little about it. And I suppose I should count myself lucky that I didn't have to, you know, that there was no need for me to kind of personally yeah. any of it. Yeah, see most, and this is the thing, is that unfortunately, despite the public, the general public's best efforts, you know, it is, it is something that's not spoken about a lot. And that's, you know, why it's so important to kind of actively seek out this information because there's, there's 40,000 people living with epilepsy in Ireland and, it's a it's, it's such a common neurological condition but again there's there's people it's not spoken about so you know visiting our website and getting that information is key in truly understanding you know what exactly it is because in most cases it's primarily people that know about epilepsy and know about seizure first aid are people that are either a friend, a family, someone who is connected to someone with epilepsy in a way. Whereas, you know, I think like many conditions, if you're not personally affected or you don't have friends or family that may be affected, you don't have that information. So yeah, that's what, that's what we're trying to encourage. And Purple Day is a great day for us to do this. That's amazing. Listen, thank you so much for talking to me, Jessica. This has been honestly fantastic and thank you so much for your time you're very good honestly, and I suppose one last thing is um just um just regarding purple day it's this weekend um we're encouraging people to wear purple to represent their support for people with epilepsy and yeah there'll be buildings lit up including um the Guinness storehouse they'll be lit up purple and yeah, it's a really exciting day. So definitely, you know, visit our website, follow our social media platforms, you know, and the efforts, again, could be as simple as just wearing purple on the day, you know, posting it to your social media, sharing some of our posts, because we want to spread that awareness and we want people to be more aware of epilepsy. So, yeah. Of course, it's incredibly important. And thank you for talking to me and 
like taking the time to educate me really and I think it's a really good thing that we've called and we're going to put this out on our social media and our Spotify and it'll be available just about anywhere you can get your podcasts just fantastic kind of get the word out there and start a conversation yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. thank you very much jessica this has been thank you so much for your time thank you so much no problem at all